Welcome to Fearless Feminine Leadership, the podcast where we help women become confident rock star leaders. I'm Mandy B. Anderson. And I'm Rachel Perman. We are your hosts, certified coaches, best-selling authors, and the co-founders of Raymond Team, a life and leadership coaching company for women. We know that most female leaders feel like they need more support so they can lead well. Our mission is to help you develop the confidence and wisdom required to weather all of the ups and downs that a leader faces day in and day out. Grab your coffee and let's talk about what it takes to be a fearless feminine leader with emotional strength and resilience. Hey leaders, welcome back to the show. Today, we want to talk about the sneaky ways you lose respect, and specifically from the viewpoint of how women lose respect. And this is something that happens whether you're an actual like leader by title mm-hmm. or just working as a female in the working world. Like, right. Any industry. Any <laughs> industry. Um we all have sneaky things mm-hmm. that pop up. And most of the time, this behavior shows up because you're scared of what other people are thinking of you, especially if you're afraid of them thinking that you're a bitch. It's a or thing. Mean. Or mean. Depending on what how you grew up, whichever mm-hmm. word that you identify with. Yeah. It's sabotaging your leadership skills. That's what it's doing. And that's why we have to address it. So... um, I really love that you brought this up. Like it's it's a thought that we've been dealing with since we were little. Oh, like just not sure. you and me, but no, just but just as women, women in general. In general, I think for most of us, we were raised to be like the nice girl and being kind and sweet and you know whatever adjective you want to put in there. And for many of us, that was like the exact opposite of how our personality was or you know, how we came out of the womb. Um, I definitely know women who literally are like the sweetest, kindest women in the world. And that is their actual personality. And it was like they wanted to make all the rest of us that same way. Mm -hmm. And for me, looking back, it's kind of like, well, of course it's that way, because then you easily fall in line. And you're obedient. Oh, there's that's. A I mean, that's of, a yeah. whole other podcast a whole other topic that we're going to pick away at probably someday. Yes. Um. But really, just this whole topic of respect mm-hmm. for female leaders is a big one, right? And it just makes you scared to say that you have, like, even so. If you're thinking like in a work environment, like, you know, if you have to tell somebody something like if you have to give um, critical feedback or anything where you might look like you are mean mm-hmm. or being a bitch, we don't do it. No. Or, you know, we just we can't we can't even tell people that we have needs <laughs> like right? emotional needs and physical needs. It really does boil down to like all these really serious things because we're not we're so scared of what everybody is thinking. And it's not really something that we're wrong about. Like, right. We've been taught that that's how it mm-hmm. is. Everybody is expecting certain things and none of them fall under the category okay. of not being mean. So I don't know if you've noticed this. It's it's fascinating to me how people respond on social media when we talk about mm. the topic of women, female leaders and respect, mm-hmm. like all of it together. I don't know if you've noticed this on our social media platforms, but um, we've, we have an ad going right now for our upcoming event. Right. And... The copy of the ad is all about like 
here's what it looks like when you lose respect. I don't know if you've noticed, Rachel, how many people, like there's a few people, and they're women from what I can see, because mm-hmm. I sleuth. Um, <laughs> they have the laughing emoji mm. on it instead of like like or love or anger or whatever. Right. They have the laughing one. I have not have actually noticed, noticed that. No. Okay. It's fascinating to me because in my brain, I'm like, okay, are they just a troll? Are they real people? Like mm-hmm. what's happening? But I think what's happening more more likely is that this is not a topic women are are used to hearing right about respect and right. leadership as a female and what that means and what that looks like and and what are the sneaky ways that we lose respect and right. so even the simple act of somebody clicking the like like the um laughing emoji mm-hmm. on an ad is a sign of disrespect. disrespect that's the other thing we don't like to talk about but we we right? do hear for sure is yeah. that most of the time Yes, it comes from men, but a lot of the time it when we from feel other disrespected women. on the job, it is often other women. Because oh. I just put a poll out on Instagram like a couple days ago, and I had somebody private message me because I, I asked on there, like, what is the biggest fear for women in leadership? And I don't remember what the other two options were, but one of them was being disrespected or, you know, being seen as a bitch. And um, she messaged me and she said, my biggest fear was being treated by another boss the way I was treated by my last boss. And this was a female mm-hmm. um, that was the boss. Like it, it, yeah, she was talking about all of this different stuff. And I was like, you know what? This happens all the time. Like she's younger mm-hmm. in her twenties. Um, and I'm like, you're not alone. Like this happens all the time it where does. the disrespect is coming from other female leaders. Oh yeah. And I don't really know. I think it's an insecurity thing. Like I think you, it is. If you dug deep into it, but yeah, and I I do have to so say too that irritating. I did notice. And if you're listening, great, bless you. <laughs> but um, I did notice that one of the people who uh put the laughing emoji on <laughs> the Facebook post also left me a comment saying that disrespect is not a verb. Or disrespected is not a verb. To which I'm going to admit, I had a moment of insecurity. Like, I care about words. I care about grammar. And I'm like, is it? Are we using this wrong? And I looked it up. It is. See? And that is such a thing that we do anyway. Like, somebody calls us on it and we automatically are like, oh, I must be wrong. And so I didn't even respond. Mm -hmm. I left it up there, but I didn't respond. Because in my brain, I'm like, what is the point of that? Right. Like, ooh, good one. You caught me. Like, oh my. Oh no. Wow. But I don't understand it. Like, why right. do we as women feel like we have to say something snarky mm-hmm. if we don't like something? Like, why can't we just hush up and move along? Right. Right. Yep. So, like, this whole idea of sneaky ways that you lose respect, we know, both Rachel and I know, there are always going to be people, no matter what you do, they will not show you any kind of respect right? because they don't have the integrity or the character to do that. Right. Exactly. It does right? not matter. No. Yep. So this episode and and the tips we're going to dive into for the remainder of this episode are not about trying to change other people, mm-hmm. but it really is helping you step into the shoes of a confident, fearless, feminine leader who, who walks out the characteristics mm-hmm. of having self-respect of respecting others, of respecting your position, of respecting the people that you lead mm-hmm. by the type of leader you choose to be. Right. I think that's really what it boils down to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And like, you know, we banter about the things that we don't like when it comes to women and leadership. 
um, because we know that you guys are thinking the same thing. Like, right. this oftentimes comes from other women. And, you know, what does this respect really mean? And what does it look like? But when it comes down to it, it really is internal. It, yeah. Yeah. There are people that it will not matter. But hopefully you are in an environment where when you implement these steps, your leadership skills and all of that starts to grow. And respect is a thing that is automatically given right mm-hmm. like there's more trust there's more um community that's built there's more communication that is happening that should be a natural thing that happens if you're not in an environment where you start implementing these skills what i'm hoping happens is that self-respect starts taking over and you can either get yourself out of that environment or you can change the environment that you're that you choose to stay in mm-hmm. so okay. either way it comes down to her it does listener. it does definitely Dear female leader, we've got a few questions for you, so let's take a quick break from the episode and chat about it. Number one, are you craving the nitty-gritty leadership training that cuts to the challenging issues that strong leaders face? The kind that develops women into mature, intelligent leaders that know how to balance those sensitive people issues with laser-focused skill building. Number two, Do you dream of being the kind of leader who is listened to, valued, and trusted? A female leader respected for her emotional strength and resilience. If this resonates with you on any level, then run to the show notes to secure your spot in the next Fearless Feminine Leadership event. Inside this powerful training, we'll teach you how to know when the fear of not being respected is sabotaging your leadership with your team and in your business. The number one thing you do that undermines your leadership and causes people not to take you seriously as a leader and what to start doing instead. The secrets to being a fearless female leader and the characteristics you need to strengthen to start leading like a boss. We've learned what works and what doesn't when it comes to being fearless female leaders of teams and businesses. And we're sharing our secrets with you. Grab your spot today at the link in the show notes. Okay, now back to the show. Let's share three sneaky ways that we as women, that you as a female leader, Mm -hmm. lose respect. All right. So the first one is you struggle with implementing new strategies or ideas because you don't have all of the answers. Oh, this is such a big one. People can see your indecision and they don't trust you because of it. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to talk about those two words, trust and respect, right? Like yes. A lot of times people think they're synonyms. They're not. And they're not. But until somebody grows in their character and, and knows how to dig deeper with that, people will think that Trust and respect are synonymous. Right. Um, and that's why people are losing respect for you because they don't trust what you're doing as a leader because they you're coming across as being afraid. Right. And that doesn't and indecisive. That doesn't build confidence in the people around you. And we're not saying you have to have all the answers. That's not the like opposite. No. That's not the way it's supposed to be. It's more that vulnerability of you implement, you move forward, you ask for help. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what a good leader does, even when they're not sure 
what to do next mm-hmm. or have all the answers. We so- were we were talking with um, one of our group coaching calls with our Leadership Academy gals. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what the leadership principle was, but we really talked about this idea of, okay, if you don't have the answers, how can you vulnerably share that, right? right. Like, yep. um, I think it was the idea of like, somebody on the team wants to go one direction and everybody is agreeing with them. Right. But this one leader had like some gut, gut yep. feelings about the possibilities of what could go wrong mm-hmm. and how you bring that up as a female leader. Yep. And it was really like, okay, teaching your team to think critically mm-hmm. about what the solutions are if problem A, B, or C happens. Mm-hmm. And I think this falls into it because, you, like you said, we don't have to know all the answers as the leader. We just have to be willing to talk about right. the possibilities right. and ask, hey, what do you think? Mm-hmm. What might be a solution if something goes wrong? Right. Which is exactly what we talked through with her with yep. kind of like different scripts and questions yeah. to ask either if you are leading the team or if you're somebody on the team that's feeling like, I'm not sure about this. And how yeah. do you bring that up instead of just sitting on it, which is how and I think we often tend to be first. I think the way the it. conversation ended was like, OK, I think I'm going to tell them this was the leader saying this. Mm-hmm. I think what I'm going to tell them is, hey, we're going to go down this road. Yep. For this time being, if some of these problems arrive, we we just need to know that we have to have an open conversation about it. Yep. Right. And reevaluate it as we go along. Mm-hmm. And that seemed to be a pretty um, she, she seemed to be very confident about being able to do that. Right. Because oftentimes, especially with things like that, people just need to be heard. Yeah. Like they just need to voice yep. what they're feeling and seeing. Um, and as a leader, being able to do that is so important. So what's the second one? So the second sneaky way that you lose respect as a female leader is that you tend to focus on problems and worries instead of possibilities and wins. This is like you're like the Debbie Downer of the leaders. (laughs) Right. Uh, It's the worst. (laughs) Or the other thing, too, with this one I see a lot is we don't even like we don't even stop long enough to focus on the wins. Like we get a win and we right. just move right on to the next thing, which yep. I think sometimes can be just as bad as focusing only on worries and problems. Yeah. Yep. Moving on too quickly mm-hmm. to something else. And the the thing to keep in mind when you start to notice this happening is that your mindset and your attitude matter the most when you're the leader. Mm-hmm. Like you have to make sure that you are doing everything you can to keep your hope alive, yep. to keep your mindset sharp. And focusing on the worries is not how you do it. You no. get what you focus on. I right. think that's that's a huge thing that we have to remember as leaders is that we get what we focus on and what we are focusing on is also shaping the culture of our team. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we're not talking toxic positivity here. We're not no. saying you don't ever look at the problems or right. the worries because you have to. You You're have the to. leader. You need to know what's going on. But focusing on it is completely mm-hmm. different. And when you look up the word worry in the dictionary, it talks about torture. Yeah. Emotional torture <laughs> and mental torture. And I'm like, do we do that to ourselves all yeah. the time. So there's one thing to acknowledge mm-hmm. the fact that there might be a problem up ahead or you're you're experiencing something really hard right now. That is the difference between reality and toxic positivity. We don't want right. you to pretend like there are none. 
but that's not what we focus on. Or if there is one, we we come up with solutions. If yeah. there's a problem that's coming forward instead of just ignoring it. Well, and when I think of the female leaders that I really admire and look up to and that embody this idea of respect, gaining respect and giving respect, they're emotionally resilient. Oh, yeah. Like they yep. have emotional strength. And all that means is that they're able to like face the reality of their feelings. They're they're able to face vulnerability. They're able to face the good and the bad of what's happening. So the third one is you freeze when someone asks you for your thoughts on an important work issue or just really probably any issue because you don't want to say the wrong thing and look or feel stupid. Oh, this is a thing. Women do this. This <laughs> We care. Just like what I said about I don't the know, Facebook what do you think? thing. I mean, like, there's some spaces where that's good. Like, you're, right. you are, you know, implementing the idea that everybody has an opinion and all of those yes. things. And you're leading your team into conversations. This is when somebody directly asks you, what's your opinion on this? Or what do you think about this? And you just, like, freeze. Or you're like, well, I don't really know. I guess I don't really have an opinion. But you do. Right. Like, you have an opinion. You know what it is. But you're too scared to say it right. out loud. I think as female leaders, we should just always have the mindset of anybody could ask me my opinion at any time. Mm -hmm. How am I going to answer that? Mm -hmm. Right? You're so funny because you often do this thing. And if you go back in podcast episodes, you'll hear it. I will ask you, like, is there anything else you want to say? And other people have asked you this, too. Yes. And you usually are like, uh, yep. no. But actually, yes. I always have something, <laughs> but I almost always answer no. And I know that and I try not to because I know it's going to happen. Um, because I don't mean it. I do yeah. actually mean, yes, I have something to say. Um, but I generally always have something to say, so I shouldn't, oops, I just hit the microphone. Sorry. Um, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I right. shouldn't be like, no, I don't have <laughs> but anything. I think, but actually, as since I'm giving myself a moment to pause, I do have something that I want to say. And I think this idea of saying the wrong thing or looking or feeling stupid We've all had that moment <laughs> right? <laughs> where we've said something wrong or something that is offensive or, you know, we said something that might have came across looking like we didn't know what we were talking about or we really didn't know what we were talking yeah. about. I mean, just apologize and move on. I mean, we all have these moments in these days where we are just not at our best and we say things that we don't mean or that we don't have all of the information on to speak on. Right. I think one of the things that I have been learning over the last like year or two is just giving myself grace to say, I don't know enough about that topic to really talk about it right now. Like That's I'm a great still learning to say, yes. And I think like I usually do clam up. Like this is probably an area where I need to work on that because I will clam up and freeze. Mm. Um, not in leadership situations, but in conversations where things are maybe getting heated, okay. especially politically, mm -hmm. where I don't really feel like there's respect given for differing opinions. Yeah. Right. Like those heated topics. Mm -hmm. That's where I tend to freeze up yep. and just get quiet because I know like this is a topic that can get very emotionally charged mm -hmm. and I don't want to say something wrong. And I often don't know enough about both sides of the topic right. to have a deeper conversation right with somebody who's very like defensive 
Right. Right. Like, yeah. I want to go into the conversation learning because here's how I see it. How do you see it? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that can't happen in those conversations. Right. I think there's with. a wisdom factor to it. I tend to be the opposite when it's high, hot button issues. I have to watch my tone. I have to watch. Like, I'm one of those who's like, hey, do you want to have a conversation about this? And like, here are all my notes right. and my charts <laughs> and everything that I've been, been digging into on Google. I have been known to say once or twice to my husband, tell me your source when he says something that I don't maybe necessarily agree with, or I know he heard it from somewhere, but it's not necessarily a topic he knows. And he uses that all the time where he's like, I really do not know enough about this topic to like get into this kind of a conversation with you because I know you know both sides. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But I have to I have to work on not just steamrolling people with all the information that I have. (laughs) Do you think like I think this begs an important topic when it comes back to leadership Mm -hmm. do you think that ability to steamroll or to be super prepared for a debate Mm -hmm. do you think that builds respect or tears it down or maybe sometimes a little bit of both i think it's a little bit of both i think it lends to the fact that i wanted to be a lawyer when i grew up oh sure um and there's that analytical side of my brain that i really do like to have the information before i talk about something so i think it's both but it always comes down to my tone Um, Mm. And I don't remember who said it. And I don't even remember what book it was in. But it was something about how you can be right but wrong at the top of your voice. Um, And that's one one of the things I have to remember. I come from a family with a very loud voice. And so when I get passionate, um, I can be I can sound way more upset than I actually am. Um, But it comes across to everybody else. So I think it's it all comes down to that. And I think a lot of times when you talk about leadership and emotional stability, Mm -hmm. when it comes to women in leadership, um, that can either make or break. And I'm not even sure it's respect. I think it's the trust factor of are my emotions safe Mm -hmm. with you? Like if I have a different opinion than you, am I safe to talk about? Which is exactly what you said. Right. Like you're just feeling out whether or not you're safe to share if you have an opposite opinion. Yeah. I think that's an important skill for women. Like Mm -hmm. I know this is about sneaky ways that you lose respect. So I would... I would maybe challenge our listeners Mm -hmm. to consider, okay, how do these three actions that we've talked about, how do they feed into your ability to have one, Mm self-respect, two, respect for other people, and three, getting respect, right? Kind of go through and assess your feelings on that maybe Mm -hmm. for for each of those um, sneaky ways that we talked about. And then even going deeper into the conversation with yourself and like your journal about, okay, you know, this idea of am I able to handle somebody's emotions when Mm -hmm. they think differently than me? Like, how does respect play into that? I think that's the deeper conversation that we're not having Mm -hmm. as female leaders. Right. And we should be. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, like if this is something that's really resonating with you, then we want to encourage you to not only try changing it on your own through the tips that we shared about in this episode, but also come and join us for the next Fearless Feminine Leadership event. Um, At the recording of this, we have one coming up this weekend, August 20th, Saturday, here in Bismarck from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. And um, if you're listening to this at a later date, check out the show notes. There might be another one coming up. Um, This event is really designed to help you overcome your fear of seeming like a bitch, 
um, and your fear of not being respected as a woman in leadership. And we have some really great questions Mm -hmm. that have been sent in. Um, One of the questions was, how do I become a fearless feminine leader when my business is like on a downswing of like, Mm -hmm. I have less clients. I'm kind of going through the fear of that. Um, We have some other great questions that are really going to go deep into this whole idea of respect and leadership as women. Mm -hmm. That whether you own a business or you're leading a team or you want to do one or both of those someday, this is a topic we need to like courageously dive into and talk about. So um, you can get all of the details for the upcoming event in the show notes of this podcast episode. And also, if you can't make it to uh, to like the live one that's happening on August 20th or any future one, check out the show notes because we often have simulcast tickets mm-hmm. for our online audience. Which means you can watch it at any time. Come in your it's jammies. Great. We won't care. Nope. All right. So bottom line, stop those sneaky behaviors that are causing you to lose respect, not only for yourself, but possibly the respect of others as a female leader. The people you lead really do deserve that strong, confident leader you want to be who doesn't sabotage her own skills. All right. We'll see you on the next episode. Hey, female leader. We talked about this in the episode. Registration is now open for the next Fearless Feminine Leadership event. This powerful training is your chance to overcome your fear of seeming like a bitch and not being respected as a woman in leadership. This is the Rama Team foundational method that we teach our clients who feel like you crave the nitty gritty leadership training that cuts to the challenging issues that strong leaders face. You dream of being the kind of leader who is listened to, valued, and trusted. And you want to lead your team well without sacrificing your health, family, or the hobbies that bring you joy and fulfillment. We're going to teach you how to do all of this and more in the Fearless Feminine Leadership event. The registration link is in the show notes. So run and grab your spot today. And we'll see you on the next episode.